I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. This one's an unusual artifact. Well, it's pretty funky, isn't it? And yet it says a lot about New Zealand, one way or another. Well, we're losing a beautiful bird, and, and I, I'm 100% for trying to hold on to the species. They have been recorded over the years trying to mate with just about anything, including a rolled-up sweater, you know, jersey. Stephen uh, Fry's cameraman. S- yep, exactly. So this is a korero about the kākāpō. Tapapa Vertebrates curator Colin Miskelly says its enthusiastic behaviour led to an opportunity. That uh, helmet was all part of that trying to just make the use of these oversexed males and seeing if they could you know, get them to leave their semen on, on that helmet. Yes, we're looking at a helmet specially designed to capture kakapo semen. I'm going to say it's one of a kind. Was it ever going to have a chance, do you think? That's such a good question, Noelle, because I understand that the problem was with Sirocco specifically, because Sirocco, the kākāpō, he didn't enjoy being milked like the other kākāpō tended to, but he was very, very fond of humans. In fact, he he was more fond of humans than he was kākāpō, which was the whole problem. I'm talking with Jeremy Wells, broadcaster and noted bird fancier. I like a bird with a personality, you know, and I know that a lot of people think that's wrong, but I, I like a bit of personality in my bird. So the kakapo has plenty of personality. I mean, I like a kia too. I just like a green, I like a parrot. Sadly, this combination of latex domes, plastic helmet and kiwi pragmatism didn't work. But that hasn't stopped conservationists from pushing the boundaries of invention. <laughs> The kakapo is critically endangered. There's only about 152, I think, the latest counters, so very few individuals. And so the kakapo recovery team have tried all sorts of innovative techniques to try and collect semen from the males or to encourage them to mate with the females. I've been told that they were the fourth most prolific bird in New Zealand, so they were everywhere. So as a result, to keep population down... Nature did a great thing with them where it said, you know, just in case there's too many of you, we don't want overpopulation, so you guys only breed every two or three years depending on how many rimu berries there are around. And then we're going to chuck the males and and we're going to make them sort of form a bowl and they're just going to go in that bowl and then wait for a female to sort of cruise past you because there were so many of them. Then humans came along and they really interfered in how the kakapo had evolved and really screwed it. But apparently in the old days, you used to shake trees and, and out they fell. And they were beautiful eating birds. The Maoris in the old days depended upon kakapos for food in the same way they did, uh, did on weakers. 
The fat kakapo will give nearly as much oil as a weaker, of a light straw colour and not nearly so strongly flavoured. This is a recording from 1949 of A.P. Harper, who worked with the naturalist and bushman Charles Douglas in South Westland in the late 1800s. Scones or shortbread made of flour mixed with kakapo oil were quite good, much more palatable than those made from weaker oil. We always kept our treacle tins to carry the oil of both birds for later use. Harper was in his 80s when this was recorded. He also talks about using dogs to hunt the flightless kakapo. Different times. It made the flower last much longer, which is a big consideration when one is away from habitation for weeks or months at a time. You make them flightless, you make them large, somewhat unwieldy, and also delicious. It's a terrible confluence. Shocking, a shocking set of circumstances uh, for the kakapo. But uh, you've got to say, beautiful plumage, like next level plumage. Oh, and the other thing, Noel, the weirdest thing was the, the way that they'd evolved to, to survive was because they're nocturnal naturally, but they'd evolved to freeze. They had never really seen humans, but then they'd freak out a bit, so they'd freeze, and then you just go bang over the head, and then you got yourself a delicious kakapo meal. And I think the worst probably thing that happened was Europeans turned up and bought stoats and weasels. Now, the stoat, it's not so much a bird killer, but it is an egg stealer. It just loves eggs, as we do too. The room we're standing in probably illustrates better than anywhere else in the museum, in either of the two buildings, how high the stakes are. Because you've got birds, you've got specimens here from birds that are extinct. We do. In fact, we've got specimens in terms of mounted birds or skins of about 15 species that have become extinct in the last 100 years. So that's a real, I suppose, indictment on the human impacts on New Zealand. Still, there is hope. Although the helmet wasn't quite the right fit for Sirocco's eclectic tastes, he's leveraged his ability to connect with people into a spokesbird role, allowing him to amplify the call of the kakapo. You know, Sirocco now is the most sort of advanced with it bird in the world in terms of his social media his profile. tweeting. What is it? 214,000 likes on Facebook? Yeah. Because it was because he jumped on that dude's head and started faffing around on it and... And that went and that went viral. That went completely crazy. Ours was produced by me, Noel McCarthy, and John Daniel for Bird of Paradise Productions. For Te Papa in association with Radio New Zealand. Our EP was Tim Watkin, engineered by Andre Upston. Thanks to Victoria Kelly for our theme. You can listen to every episode on iTunes and Spotify or head to RNZ's podcast page to subscribe. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.